Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums, and art galleries. You guys, I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I'm about to fire up my group chat and book a trip because I literally love getting an amazing deal on a five-star hotel. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot think of anything better. Plus me, you know, I love the sun. I love to lay by a gorgeous pool, sipping a drink, knowing that I'm going to a fabulous restaurant that night. And I love that it won't be overcrowded. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. What's up, guys? Welcome back to It's Me Tanks Live, exclusively on Radio Andy, Channel 102. As always, this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live Ask Me Anything. I want to talk to all of you, so call me right now. 844-305-ANDY. That's 844-305-2639. Oh, my God, did I miss you guys. Did I miss you guys. Now, let's get it out of the way. I am extremely grateful to have just spent eight days in Paris. But... If you ask me, hey, Tinks, will you be going on any journeys for eight days alone again in the near future? I'd say absolutely not, my friend. Absolutely not. I just have too much mental illness to be out there, you know, by myself all that time. I did run into a lot of friends. I did meet a lot of people. It was great. There were high highs and low lows. Um, But I traveling alone, not my bag, not my bag. Also, I just posted on my Instagram story. Um. Because I I was posting last night, like, oh, my God, I can't wait to have a Diet Coke. I can't wait to, you know, have sushi and get back to the States and, like, have AC. Because I do like the comforts of America as much as I shit on it from time to time. I I enjoy the the fruits of of America. You know, I I like that ice. I like that Diet Coke. I like how everybody's in a rush for no reason. You know, in Europe, they take their sweet time. And, And good for them, by the way. There is no rush to get me a coffee. But the way that we are over here... 
it's it induces stress when you go there and you say, hey, can I have a coffee? They come back 20 minutes later and they're like, hey, what, what did you want again? Meanwhile, I'm popping a blood vessel in my eye because I'm so stressed out. Um, so, you know, last night I was like, oh, yeah, I sushi, AC, blah, blah, I love America. And then this morning I posted on my Instagram, oh, back to America where they don't know what a cappuccino is. They just make you a latte. And it's like, it's like, Tinks, are you going to complain about everything? I absolutely am. I absolutely am. You don't want to know why? Because it's funny. And also complaining is stress relieving and it's fun to commiserate and it's fun to talk about this stuff. So I'm acknowledging that I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth. Let's let's talk about the bed bugs. Um, So (laughs) if you're not aware, Paris is having an, an outbreak. Okay, the mayor, I think it was the mayor or the prime, whatever, someone important said no one is safe. Now, I'm not a politician, thank God. But that's not really the verbiage that I would use to set my town at ease. I would say, we have a big problem. Here are the solutions that we're working on. Um, Here are some ways to protect yourself. No, no, he just said no one is safe. So you can imagine, as someone with high-grade anxiety and panic disorder, that that did send me into a little bit of a tizzy, okay? Thank God for my followers. I always say having followers who really know you is like having uh, Google on crack because you guys know me and you know what I'm willing to do and not willing to do and you know what to do at all times. And you told me all the tips. So my suitcases are chilling outside, wiped down everything, burned the clothes that I was wearing in a sacrifice um, on the plane. I, I didn't burn them on the plane. I waited till I got home, <laughs> lit them on fire, lit them on fire again, and then threw the ashes into the ocean because I am so afraid. It's just that I... I just can't deal with it right now. And I know no one is really like in a good place to deal with bed bugs, but I'm looking at my cow and I just do not have four to six weeks to give to the bed bugs of France. And I even made a video and I don't know if people are going to make fun of me. I'm thinking about posting it on TikTok, but I made a video of tips and tricks because like the entire fashion community, influencer community, um, all, everybody adjacent to those worlds is in Paris right now. And not everybody's going to get out unscathed. So I'm like, if everybody could just take a little bit of precaution so that we don't bring them back, otherwise New York is going to be fucked too, right? When I got to the airport, Charles de Gaulle, uh, it was early in the morning and I was pretty excited to go home and I, you know, I was talking, checking in and I said, hey, what are you guys doing to prevent the spread um, in the airport and also on the planes? And I shit you not, she looked at me and cackled. She cackled in my face. And I was like, okay, so not, not really anything then. Good to know. And then that set me off because I was like, well, what what the fuck about the planes? Because surely they're just having a fucking field day in there. If I'm a bed bug, I'm hitching a ride in someone's suitcase. I'm getting on the plane because I want to travel. I've never traveled internationally before and I want to go. So I'm getting on the first Air France flight that I can find in, the, in an influencer's bag. I'm popping off in New York and I'm like, welcome to New York. Like I'm ready as a French bed bug to go to New York City. So... I, you know, I'm doing my best. I hope other people do their best too. I also heard they hate rubbing alcohol. So I ordered a little spray bottle and I'm going to pour rubbing alcohol in this spray bottle and just kind of use it as you would garlic with a vampire. And anytime I'm feeling bad vibes, like there could be bed bugs near, I'm just going to do a little spritz. I'm going to kind of use it like as a perfume for the next couple of weeks. So if I smell like, you know, <laughs> alcohol, the, not the type that I usually smell of, that's why. Um, okay. I think that's enough about my bed bug situation. Thank you to everybody uh, who helped me. Seriously, you guys are very smart. I, one last thing. 
little concerned about how many you have of you had had bed bugs. Is this just like a thing that we don't talk about? Is this just like, you know, something that adults just hide from each other? I'm just question mark. Okay, let's talk to Savannah. Hi, Savannah. How are you? Hi, Tink. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? So I can't believe I got through. I know everyone says that. So crazy <laughs> um, to be talking to you. Um, I'm, I'm 25. Okay. And I had a baby when I was 23. So I have a two-year-old now. Aww. Um, But I am a single mom. have been a uh, single mom since I was about three months pregnant. Oh, wow. And you and your podcast and just your positivity and the light that you share everywhere has really helped me through some of the craziest, mm. darkest, loneliest times in my life. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for saying that. Of course. But I have kind of a, a weird question. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't been with my my son's dad. Um, haven't been with him since I was pregnant. Have been co-parenting really mm-hmm. well the past two years and recently have had feelings, you know, kind of come back up mm-hmm. and it's different. Normally I'm really good about, you know, holding a funeral, getting over the ex, but it's different whenever you have a kid with somebody Um, yeah, and you kind of see them step into the role of, you know, being a parent, being a father and like totally. maybe getting some feelings back, knowing that there's reasons that I'm not with him and, you know, maybe how I was treated a little bit in early pregnancy and wanting to know your opinion on like if it's okay for like I think I know it's okay for me to be feeling this way again yes I know it's okay my feelings are totally valid but wanting to know your thoughts and like if that's a conversation I should I should have it's an awkward conversation you to bring up but I see him a couple of times a week we co-parent a kid together he just recently got out of a relationship Mm -hmm. so um just not knowing wanting advice on if it's appropriate or not to to have that conversation. I know it's, yeah. it's a weird it's a weird question. No, it's but. it's not weird at all and I think that I think that you absolutely should have that conversation because you know this is an important person in your life regardless of anything romantic happening if it does if it doesn't in the future this person will be in your life until you know for the rest of your life and your son's life and he's super important. So I think it would behoove you to go ahead and have that conversation and just be like, "Hey, I'm having romantic thoughts towards you. Is this something that you would want to try? I wanted to be honest because you are so important to our little, you know, family and I don't want it to fester. I don't want to, you know, you can just be honest and say, I don't want it to act. I don't want to act weirdly because I'm having these thoughts. So I wanted to just tell you and see how you felt about it. And that's all you can do. And it's like when you go in this place of honesty and when you are you, when you have such a tight intimate relationship with someone you share a child with this person I really think that the only way to go is honesty you know this isn't some random dude who's like you know a hot guy you just saw whatever this is like the father of a child I think the only way to do it is go with honesty and just see what he says I think it's beautiful you never know yeah no you're right I'm just I think I needed that that validation that push a little bit I think I'm just a little apprehensive to do it just because what if he's like no like i i can't see you that way or and that's, I, that's okay yeah, it's like, but then you would rather know and i and i think that's even more reason to go super honestly because he's not gonna be i mean from what it sounds like he's not a bad guy right he's not like a douche so he's not gonna be like haha you like me and i don't like you he's gonna be like oh wow you know, what is the worst case scenario? He's going to say, hey, I will always have so much love for you. You are the mother of my 
my baby, but I don't, I don't see you that way. I want to keep co-parenting. That's the worst that can happen. And then you have like a, a down in the dumps two days and you move on. And then, you know, so much better to say. So much better to say. No, you're right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling. I hope it goes well. And I love you and I'm proud of you. I have no concept of how difficult it is to be a single mom, but I know that it is really hard and I just am so, so, so proud of you. And I know that you're doing great. Thank you so much. And I can speak for single moms everywhere who listen to you that we really appreciate your support and for encouraging those conversations to be had about, mm. you know, being, being a parent, being an early parent in friendship or just, you know, being a parent with a girl group of friends in general. Yeah. Thank you for saying that, babe. I love you. Good luck with the combo. Lots of love. Thanks. Bye. Oh, what an angel. That is, you know, think about Miranda and Steve, you know, they, they had a baby and then they, you know, split up for a while and then they got back together and then Miranda got with Che, but that was way far down the line. So, I mean, anything could happen. And I think that's really sweet, you know? Maybe maybe that will work out. I, I hope it does. She sounds like an absolute sweetheart. Uh, okay, Layla. What's up, Layla? How are you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm same. <Hi. laughs> What's going okay, on? First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for everything you do. I really hope you understand the impact that you have on people's oh, lives. Oh, you're so sweet. I love you. Thank you for calling. What's happening? <laughs> I love you, too. Um, okay, I have a very weird scenario. So love it. We my love ex weird. And I broke up over a year ago. We okay. dated for three years. It was like kind of a very toxic relationship because mm. we were in a band together as well. Oh, we were like wow. a pop that's hot. Duo. I immediately yeah, think was. of Daisy Jones and the Six. I'm like, okay, like I'm like badass chick, like dating a band member. Okay, so toxic, but then you said toxic, so it, bad, but yeah, yes. Toxic. So, and when we broke up, like when we were dating, I was like super obsessed with like stalking his ex all the time because he was like being really shady and I ended up finding out that he had cheated and all this stuff. Cheated on you so, with his ex? Yes. Okay. Well, that's, so, that, that's bad. <laughs> it's very bad, but I've, I'm now like super over that relationship. But the problem is he has a new girlfriend Okay, and now she's like stalking me every single day. But this is and so clear, but this is so clear. Why? Because it's, I'm not, I know sometimes people say that I like blindly defend women, but like he is making his relationships feel that way. It's a pattern. It's not you, babe. And also you were right where there's smoke, there's fire. Like you were obsessed with stalking his ex because you have a it, woman's intuition and you fucking knew. And this girl, I mean, you're not going to hook up with him, I hope. But like this girl probably feels anxiety because he's probably messing with someone else on the side. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> Wow. But I guess I'm I guess I'm looking for like a shift because the problem I'm noticing now is like it's tricky because now I'm still a singer and I have some songs out that are about him and mm -hmm. that she's mentioned in it. But now I'm in this weird cycle of like I wanna know if she's watched my story and like she's watching my story from her account and from her best friend. But I don't wanna care about that. So I guess I'm looking for like a shift about how I not like get involved in that energy. Yeah. I mean, look, I know it's bad news. <laughs> your art is your art. You wrote the songs. That's an expression of your life. You are you shouldn't think about that. Like that is your expression. And as an artist, that is that is literally what you do. You process through your your creation. So don't worry about that. Um, yeah. the, the second part, the shift is like I, I think it's what I said, which is that this man makes his partners feel very insecure and you have to go into pity for her. You have to go into, damn, like that sucks. And I 
hope that she finds peace. And if she looks at your shit, she looks at your shit. Um, I wouldn't block her because that will just cause more drama than it's worth. Um, Eventually she'll stop or she won't. But like, just try not to look at like who's viewing your story. Just I know that's really difficult, but just as much as possible. And if you if you do and you see her name, the shift is like, I have pity for her. Not in like, a oh, like poor you, but like empathy. Empathy is a better word than pity. I'm sorry. I take it back. It's like having empathy towards her being like, damn, like I was in that position and it was not fun. And I hope that she's OK and that she finds peace. That's that's the shift. Yeah. OK, I love that. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, OK, well, I hope that your songs do really well. That's really cool that you're a singer and I love you. Thank you for calling. Thank you. I love you, too. And I wanted to quickly shout out my friend, Monica. We're going to New York tomorrow. Hey, Monica. Oh, yeah. happy birthday, she Monica. Me, she just texted me saying, oh, my God, Tinks is in New York. I hope we see her. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. I hope I run into you guys. Happy birthday, Monica. Yeah. I hope you guys have the best fucking trip ever. Thank you so much. I love you. Bye, babe. Love you. Okay, not to boast, but I have rock stars who listen to my show and follow me. That is so cool. (laughs) I always wanted to be able to sing because I think it would be, or like have a creative mind to write a song because I feel like it would be so cathartic. You know, I just wrote a sarcastic book and gave all my ex-boyfriends code names, which is like the the loser (laughs) version of it. But like, well, I really wish I could like tailor it up and be like, sing all the songs because I feel like that would really help me get over some people. But anyway, uh, Viviana. Hey, Viviana, what's up? Hi, Tanks. Um, just wanted to shout out my sister, too. Um, her name is Jessena. She got me on you. We love you so much. I love you. Um, oh, shout out. We love that. <laughs> um, so pretty much I met this guy online. Uh, we've been talking for a little over a week now. We had our first date last Friday, and I'm really, really into him. Yay. Um, so we just started following each other on Instagram like a couple days ago. Okay. And I did the thing where I checked uh, who he's following. Of course. And saw a lot of porn stars, OnlyFans accounts, all that good stuff. So oh. not into it for me. It's not something that I want, um, you know, a potential boyfriend to be following. So yeah. just how to approach that conversation. We do have a date coming up on Saturday. So I'm not sure if I should kind of bring <clears> it up <throat> prior to that or um, if it's a conversation to have in person and how to kind of approach it because I don't want to let that slide. It's been an issue in the past for other relationships for me and I just don't want to like, I want to set that standard. Yeah, this is actually a really tricky question. I'm not totally sure what my advice is. So I'm going to talk through some thoughts that I have. First of all, I think that, you know, if you've been listening to me for a while, you guys know that I'm not a big fan of like ultimatums or, you know, saying like you have to do this or you you need to, you know, unfollow all these women. Like to me, that's just kind of like a bandaid. It's almost fixing it superficially. It's more like what's going on in his life and his, you know, where he's at that he feels the need to follow those people. You know, I, if anything, and and by the way, you're well within your rights to bring it up. I think like if you could see yourself being with this person, you should ask, but also you should know that like, Sometimes a conversation isn't enough to change a person. And also, I know I'm rambling, but hold on. I was listening to a podcast yesterday about the porn addiction in in young men right now, and it's so severe. The the guy who was on the pod, Scott Galloway, um, everyone should go listen to it. It's on Diary of a CEO. He was saying that like different levels of porn addiction is like the biggest crisis that we're facing right now. Um, And it's just like the boys are obsessed with it and they think it's normal to like follow those porn stars and adult film stars, whatever you want to call. Um, Okay. Wow. That was a big sentence. (laughs) So if you want to bring it up, I would say, Hey, 
I know that um, we just started following each other on Insta, but like I noticed that you follow a lot of like these adult film stars or, you know, what what is like, is that a big part of your life? I would honestly frame it like that. Is that a big part of your life? Because then it doesn't feel, feel like accusatory. And also like it might not be that deep. He could just be like, oh, no, I think they're hot. You know, it could be that. It could just be that. So I think that's how I'd go about it. But would it bother you if he didn't unfollow them? Viviana? Viviana? I talked so long, she hung up. Hello? Oh, she's there. She's there. Okay. Hi. You're back. Yeah. You're back. Hi. Um, Hi. Sorry. I missed that last part, that last question. <laughs> no, I was just saying, would it bother you if he, what, let's, let's go through the options. Like if he was like, oh, I just think they're hot. And like, I watch their videos sometimes. Would that bother you? Um, I think, I mean, it wouldn't bother me, but I feel it being like dozens and dozens of accounts. Yeah. Like, that would kind of bother me. That's, like, I get that. that. I totally get that. It's like one or two hotties. Like, who cares? Like, that's, you know, I like to look at beautiful people, too. But dozens is excessive. It is. (laughs) But that just makes me feel Um, that it's like more of a thing, you know, like that it maybe it is a big part of his life. So I don't know. Yeah, no, that's really helpful. Thanks. Thank you so much. It's definitely a different like way that I would have approached it. So it's helpful to see that other side of it. <laughs> and by the way, if anybody else out there has thoughts on this, please call in. I'm really, really wanting to have a dialogue about this. So if you have thoughts, um, call. But OK, I'm sorry that that wasn't helpful, but um, good luck no, it was. <laughs> and and call in and, and let us know how it goes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye babe. She's like, you didn't help me at all, bitch. Um <laughs> Well, my mind was in a million places because I did listen to this Scott Galloway on Diary of a CEO. I was listening yesterday. I got so depressed that I I had to call my mom. I was like crying because he was like, the biggest problem that we face with AI is that men are going to start having relationships with, um, with, uh, with, with AI. And he said that the sex robotics industry in five years is set to outperform Every at home box office screening that we have currently, that's how big it's going to get. And basically he was saying this is like the biggest crisis that we have in this country, which is like an extreme thing to say. But after listening to him, I I like understand what he's talking about. Um, but it's like there is a por- porn addiction um epidemic right now and I'm not judging I'm not at all I do not judge sex work whatsoever I think it's your body you can you have whatever right to do with whatever you want it and I, I just want it to be safe and fair and for you know the the stars of these films to get paid and you know for there not to be exploitation but it's complex as fuck it's complex as fuck and then you know boys start watching this shit at when they're like 11 by the time they have sex, they think that women, you know, don't look like how we're supposed to look like. They think that we're supposed to make sounds that we don't make naturally. You know, it's just everything is fucked up and it's all back to this addiction. And it's too available because it's on their phones now. And the, another thing that Scott Galloway said, he was like, he um, coaches young boys or like, you know, he does these focus groups or whatever. And he goes on their phones. He's like, you know, everyone give me your phone and I want to look at it. And it's like the number of hours spent on porn is like more than Instagram sometimes. They just watch it like nonstop. So I don't know. It's complex, guys. Please call in so we can have a a dialogue about this. Obviously, my brain is pretty scrambled on this subject. Um, I'm going to take a quick break, but I will be right back. If you want to join the conversation, it's 844-305-ANDY. This is It's Me Tinks Live. I will be right back. 
There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and Book of the Month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. It's so important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first Book of the Month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop and you know this girl loves efficiency right so my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place what a relief right and I know about Zola because I bought so many gifts on registries via Zola and I just love how easy it is to send gifts keep everything organized everything is like done for you and we absolutely love that start planning at Zola.com that's Z-O-L-A dot com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. 
week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEETINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks welcome back to it's me tanks live on radio nd channel 102 uh, as predicted, my Uber Eats delivery person is having a tough time downstairs in the giant um, office building that I called it to. Um, and I'm texting him pleading not to leave. But I was like, I'm literally on the radio. I know it sounds like a dog ate my homework, but I can't come because can you just leave? It? And he's like, I'm not allowed. And I'm like, just tell them that she's literally on the radio. She needs her rap, though. Um, hangry girls rise up. You know, it's not our fault. It's not our fault that we order Uber Eats. I, I literally almost ordered Uber Eats to a fashion show the other day because for me, when hunger strikes, like it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then it's not fine. And then I can't really speak or form full sentences. I get low blood sugar. I get very cranky. It's not good. Um, let's talk to Sam. Hi, Sam. How are you? Sam, do we have you? Hi, me? Hi. Yeah, you. Oh my gosh. Hi. I didn't know that I was going to be up next. How are you? Guys? What's up? Thanks for calling. What's going on? Um, so kind of two things. I'll try to make it quick. So first I was going to ask your advice on just how it's, you know, cuffing season and just going out and trying to reframe the focus, like not be like looking for anything and just letting everything happen naturally. Okay. So yep. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I just, I'm mute. I'm like, there is no advice. There's it just, now. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so I think cuffing season is stupid. It's just yet another term to make single people feel horrible and stressed out. Um, and we don't, we don't actually need any new terms to make us feel horrible and stressed out because we already feel horrible and stressed out on our own. Um, but cuffing season, it's just, it's literally just a time that people made up, but you can't feel the pressure because. It, it, there's no point. Like there's literally, there's literally no point in feeling the pressure because it doesn't actually help you find someone. In terms of not caring, it's very tough. Like I won't lie to you. Like it's very tough not to care, especially if you're feeling lonely. You know, maybe you've had a good summer, but now you're like, damn, I'd really like to find someone. Whatever. It is tough not to care, but know that caring and that stressing out about it will actually not make it any better. It will only 
it will only make it worse. Like sometimes if I'm having a lonely day or it, you know, it's whatever, it's Thursday, I have the weekend coming up. I, I literally talk to myself and I'm like, Tinks, look, you can feel bad about not having a boyfriend for this entire weekend. You can feel sad and like grumpy when you're out and like be constantly looking at guys being like, could I date him? Could I date him? Or you can go and have a sick weekend with your friends and have fun and like do fun stuff for yourself. And on Monday, which which way will make you feel better? And I, I literally talk to myself like it's a math equation. And I'm like, OK, well, obviously we're going to go with the second option and just have a really good time. And that's the shift. It's like, how do you want to spend your time? So that is how I would look at it. And also fall is an amazing time for friends. Like it really is. There's so much fun shit to do. There's so many like group activities. There's Friendsgiving. There's Halloween. There is, you know, trick or treating. There's football. There's all this fun stuff. So I would focus on, um, go back and listen to the episode of single girl calendar management. And I would really put it into action for fall. That's what I'm doing. I'm like spending this week actually organizing my fall calendar because I want to have fun. And sometimes in order to do that, we have to put, you know, a lot of shit on the calendar. So we feel excited about it. And then that's how you not care. Like get so obsessed with planning fun shit that you forget about looking for someone. I I kind of put like pressure on like things like that and the other day I whatever met this guy and I kind of like cringed out by accident like I was the cringy one and I was texting like what are you up to this that like twice in a row and then no thanks I sent him on Saturday night a cup pong game and he didn't answer and I was like okay I'm like just so embarrassed. No, it's fine. Why we, did I do that? It's fine. Why did I turn we that? all literally, we literally all do embarrassing shit. Like, I, it's fine and it's fine and it's funny. And I genuinely have done a lot of stuff like that recently. Just like tried to try to hit on people and just fail so miserably. Because like you, you think they're gonna like match your energy? No, like, yeah, it's a joke. It's a, it's joke. a joke. Yeah. Care. No, honestly, you should see my first messages on dating apps. Like I am, I'm actually, but but also I do it because it's funny. And it's like if you don't have a sense of humor, like even though it's embarrassing in the moment when they don't match our energy, I'm like if you don't get me and if you don't get that we live in an absurd land of dating right now like dating is absurd okay it's absurd and if you don't have fun with it even if you don't like me if you don't have fun with it then like fuck you because it's tough enough out here like you don't have to be a fucking asshole about it so it's like don't stress and also just don't get our humor like i'll be like oh this this is really how our relationship's gonna end obviously we just met that night and they're like yeah it's a joke like Like, it's literally a joke and that's the thing is they don't because they're stupid okay so just and don't lose that energy like keep doing that energy because one time when you're not thinking about it you'll make some random joke and some guy's gonna turn around and say that chick is fucking hilarious like i want to go out with her and it will be the sweetest thing yes exactly exactly so yes all right well i'll let you go last thing though my mom met you at this like fitting thing at um greenwich hotel and said you were absolutely so sweet and be nice to my mom is everything to me so thank you oh my gosh yeah she was like that's that's so so nice oh my god you're such a sweetheart oh thank you for saying that that's so sweet give your mom a big hug for me love that have the best day and thank you i needed that advice love you have the best fall bye bye thanks you know me, friend of the moms, friend <laughs> of the moms. Some of the coolest people I've met, this really cool influencer who's like, I think she's 20, which is horrifying. Um, she, she was like, 
I met her in an event and I've, I've like followed her for ages. I think she's like the coolest girl ever. She was like, Hey, are you tanks? And I was like, um, yeah. And she was like, my mom loves you. And I was like, you know what? I do not care. I will take it. I will take it because that, that is how I met her. So I felt very cool. Um, so I, I love living in between the moms and the daughters. That is a very sweet spot for me. I'm happy to stay there. Uh, Paulina, what's going on, Paulina? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What's happening? Well, it's, uh, so I have a question. So I recently started dating um, this guy. Uh, I live in uh, I live in Manhattan. Okay. I'm actually in the area. Um, I've lived here for about a year and been single for about two. So this is my first boyfriend of two years. Um, he is six years younger than me. Okay. How old, and are, how old are you? Know, I'm 33 and he's 27. I think that's fine. Really? Yeah, I do. Okay. I I really do. I I I think that I think it all depends. Like, there is no hard and fast rule. Let me put. Let me start. Let me back up. There is no hard and fast rule for age gap relationships. I first okay. of all, first want to say that. In fact, oh. I'm gonna speak out of both sides of my mouth again. One thing that I do think is like if a girl is under 25 and the guy is like far older, I do think that that's like a, a power imbalance, but everything else like as long as it's appropriate, you know, I think it's fine. Like yeah, you're in different phases of life, but I I honestly have been seeing a trend of like younger guys dating kind of you know six seven years older than them it just is like a thing right now I'm also saying this because I literally never get crushes anymore as you guys know I'm in a crush drought there's something wrong with me when I was in Paris I met a guy who was 27 and I had such a big crush on him so I'm also validating my my experience but I think it's fine if you're having fun just see where it goes just you know yeah like don't judge yourself is it's in the early stages right I, it's, I mean, it's definitely in the early stages. I feel like it's more me finding maybe something that's wrong with the relationship just because it is going so well so far versus me really thinking it's an issue at this point. Totally. Or trying to justify, is it, is it an issue or is everything fine? If there's no Almost problem. In a way. Yeah, if there's no problem, there's no problem. If you called me and you were like, hey, Tinks, like my 26-year-old boyfriend is like, or 27, sorry, is out all night and he's partying and like he doesn't want to commit, I'd be like, okay, well, then the age is a problem. But if you are having a great time and there's no issue, there's no issue. So it's it's okay. Okay. Sigh relief. <laughs> yeah. Just have fun. Thank you. Have fun. Enjoy. Thank you. It's, life yeah. is hard enough. Don't look for extra problems when there isn't any. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Lots of love. Have that. fun. Bye, babe. Yeah, guys, I did. I met, I met a guy. Okay, here here's a thing. Um, I still think that I'm like 30 mentally. That's just kind of like my age of where I'm at. So when people say their their age and they have a two in front of their age, I'm like, oh, like we're basically the same. But then I did the math and I was like, no, 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 no. 27 to 33 is actually like a really fucking long time. Um, but still, I said what I said. It is what it is. Courtney, what's going on? Hey, Courtney. Hi. Hi, Ting. How are you? I'm good. What, how are you? What's happening? Um, super excited right now. I'm a little nervous. I feel like my voice is shaking, but I just called out a whim. I realized the time and I was like, oh, I need to tell this story because I think it's just so funny. And I'm sure other people have experienced this in some regards. So um, tell me. I'm excited to hear. Yeah. Okay. So um, earlier this summer, I guess it was probably around May. I'll try to go through it quickly, but 
um, I went on maybe five or six dates with this guy, and he was really great. Like, I think we enjoyed each other's time, and he was always, like, setting up the next uh, thing for us to do. And one day, his behavior just totally changed and flipped and, you know, essentially ghosted me. And it was fine. I, I had a good cry about it and, and moved on with my life. And mm-hmm. the, the funny thing about it is that his parents actually live two doors down from me. Oh, my God. So I always, I've never, like, run into him or really seen him. But I always see his vehicle there. I know he's always there. I've seen his dogs. Yeah. Like, throughout the whole summer. But. Anyway, there is a walking trail right by my house. And so I was out walking my dog one day and I was on my way back to my house. It's like in and out. And um, I see these two dogs and I see this guy. I'm single. So I'm like, oh, oh, who's this guy? And And then I recognize the dog. And I realized who it is. And I was like, oh my gosh. No. Him. And so. But then I immediately, like, call myself down, like, come on, like, we're adults. Like, I'm not going to be weird about it. Right. I'll say hi. We'll have a good day. He, oh, my gosh. So we were kind of far apart. And I'm coming around the corner of a trail, and my dog and his dog, one of them, are, they're just, like, sniffing each other and just having a good time. Yeah. It was really sweet. And she has a shot collar on, and I hear him, like, he's paging her. And... And he may not be shocking her, but he's paging her. And he's not calling her name or anything and just continuously paging her. And I'm standing there in awe, like, is this man really not – is he really doing this? And so I just continue to walk. And he has turned around, like, called the dogs back, and he's hopping in his truck. He's, like, pulled into the cul-de-sac and started walking and he drives away and i was like oh my god he literally ran away he literally literally ran away away. yeah i mean god but that's like but that's that checks because ghosting is such embarrassing behavior for an adult like it's truly embarrassing that after going on five or so dates with someone he couldn't just pick up the phone and be like hey i'm not feeling it like you're cool but like there's nothing here for me That is embarrassing. So I'm honestly not surprised that someone who would have that low self-esteem to go someone would also literally run away on a trail, like actually run away. Like it's it's bizarre, bizarre. And yeah, honestly, at the end of the day, he saved us both awkwardness, but he got to be the the brat in the situation. So so I'm not that upset. Yeah. Oh, my God. So bratty. I'm sorry that you had to go through that, honestly. Oh, good. I was honestly laughing so hard i called one of my friends immediately and we just laughed about it um but to that point i feel like you have also said before like after something like that happens like something really good is around the corner i do believe that yes i do i really do so get excited honestly yes yeah and i am excited i actually went on a first date this past weekend and it went so well. Oh, and good. I'm, I'm manifesting that that works out. Yes, low expectations will yeah. see mentality, but the, I usually feel that when yeah. something is so bad, it like you know it can be it can right. be good, whatever. So, um, right. so I'm sorry you went through that, but honestly, fuck that guy, and something <laughs> better is coming for you. Totally, totally. Thank you so much for 
for everything you do and all the content you put out. Thank you. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. Thank you for calling and sharing that hilarious story. I'm sure a lot of people will relate to it. It's sad, but true. You know. Bye, babe. Have a good one. Hang in there. I'm manifesting that this new guy becomes her boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, ghosting is just, it is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. I saw a guy not too long ago, maybe like in the spring. I think that I said to him, we never went on a date, but like we had mutual friends and I DM'd him and I was like, hey, I don't think we should go for drinks. And he was like, okay, sure. Like, here's my number. And then we were texting and then he, um, he ghosted me. And we never went for a drink. And I ran into him. He was with my friend and I was sitting at where else? Fucking Finale Cafe having 19 mar- or martinis with wig. And I go, oh, hey, remember me? You ghosted me. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I was seeing someone at the time. Then fucking say that, you muppet. Say that. Say I can't go for drinks with you because I am seeing another girl. I don't know. Maybe he was lying. It's like, do you see how like when you put it in this light, how lame it is? How lame it is? Like, e- OK, let's take my case for example either he actually was seeing someone in which case embarrassing for him that he didn't have the cojones to be like uh i'm seeing someone sorry you're cool but i'm seeing someone or he wasn't and he's lying me and he he has such a small shriveled teeny tiny self-esteem that he couldn't just say i don't like you i don't want to go out with you it's embarrassing for him not for me i don't i don't think getting ghosted is embarrassing for the person anyway guys i have so much travel left this week i am leaving um friday morning i go back to la i take a 6 a.m flight i'm going to a big event tomorrow night so i'm gonna be hurting then i fly to la then i go home to my cats for two hours i cannot wait to see them oh my god i'm i'm actually like next level freaky that's one thing that this trip taught me is like i'm next level freaky obsessed with my cats and then um i go back to the airport and i go to hawaii to see my friends get married which is honestly going to end up being like a day Hawaii's like low-key far you know i'm like oh it's hawaii it's five and a half hours away from LA. So, but I'm excited to see my friends get married. It's like all my college friends. That will be amazing and obviously a treat to be somewhere warm and tropical, which will be really, really nice. Um, and then I'm back to New York next week. So, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, are you scared about the Delta thing? I'm like, no, no, that won't affect me. I, I, I am the frequent flyer. It's me. Um, and... Yeah, I had a big airline rant on Instagram, but I won't go into it here. But if anyone has any good solutions, if anyone actually has any any good tips about how to not feel so raw dogged by the airline industry, um, please, please let us know. OK, let's talk to Jen. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks hey. for calling. What's going on? <laughs> so I have a friend who's a wonderful friend, like somebody I love. So, so much has the best heart is just an incredible girl and has been an incredible part of my life. Great. And recently she actually it's like been in the past two years. There's been a few things that have been like just kind of tough in my life, like a, a job promotion that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, a while ago, this is like so stupid, but I was trying to get into this club and it, that also didn't happen. And okay. those things are happening for her right now. Yeah. And I'm so happy for her in a way, but I cannot get out of my head about how, I guess, how embarrassed I am. And it's really impacted our friendship. I feel myself pulling away from her yeah. and I definitely don't know how to talk to her about it. And I think she's sensing that I'm not as comfortable. And it, I just, 
like it's something that I hate about myself so much right now and I don't know how to get yeah, over it. I, I first of all, you're super self-aware. Okay? So this is not as bad as you are being hard on yourself about it. it like it, you're being really hard on yourself. It's a very normal human thing. Okay? It's a very n- normal human thing to feel um, comparative and to feel jealous even of your friends if their things are going well. So don't be hard on yourself. The fact that you are calling, the fact that you're aware of this shows me that you are a really good person. You want the best for your friends, of course, but you're feeling tough. You're feeling down on yourself. It's it's fine. It's fine to do that. Um, here are some tips. So one tip with like jealousy or any of that sort of comparative stuff is, is to think, would I swap lives with her 100%? Like, because I think part of the fallacy that our brains tell us is like, if I could just have that job promotion that she had, or if I could just get into the club that she got into, then I'd be fine. But it's like, that's not how it works. Think to yourself, would I trade literally everything to be in her place? That means her family, her friend, whoever she's dating, um, how she looks, absolutely everything. Would you trade it? Um, And usually that really helps kind of shift the mindset. Also, I do think that talking about it helps. I, however, I, I don't know if you should talk to her about this. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. I think uh, you're right. Yeah, I think like, I don't think even if she's sensing it could be a million things. And I really don't think that you should talk to her about this because, and I don't mean to sound harsh at all. This is harsh to you at all. This is actually nothing about her. This is about you. And that's fine, you know? Um, And I think that, if you are not seeing a therapist, it's a great place to work on in therapy because it's a non-judgmental space where you can just talk through it. I also think that where you can shift your mindset and like change your energy is to create a new neural pathway. And by that, I mean, every time you catch yourself going, why the fuck did she get into the club and I didn't say stop? control alt delete and replace it with a new thought, which is I am working on myself and everything is working out for me. And that is what you have to channel all your all your energy into. And I know it sounds woo woo, and I know you're like, that's not going to help, tanks, whatever. But like, do it, and then make good on it. And every time you think of that, be like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to look up. Um, I'm going to look up this vacation spot that I want to go to. Or no, I'm not going to do that. I'm I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to um, make plans for this weekend with a friend who makes me feel good. Or book a pedicure or book a workout class like get maniacal about what you want to do for yourself and really really work on it oh my god that (laughs) I feel like I've heard you say things like that to other people but I get chills when you say it to me it sounds so right I'm glad and it's (laughs) like (laughs) we've all been there like I truly like I remember a time in my 20s when like all of my friends were getting engaged and I felt like their lives were perfect. Like they were getting engaged. I didn't even have a boyfriend. I didn't have a job. I I felt like I was ugly. Like literally nothing was going right in my life. But actually when things did start going right for me is when I started focusing on myself. Like I kind of disappeared for two months. I like learned, I have an episode about it. I think it's called like wellness. I think it was the first one. And it was just like, I focused on myself. I recalibrated my like relationship to going out. I learned about like nutrition and I did all this shit for myself and I just, it it's not selfish. Like it's good for you, you know? So, so really, really, really focus on you and feeding yourself and, and, and filling up your own cup. And I promise you things are going to start to feel good again. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I love you so much. You're going to be fine. <laughs> promise. Thanks. Bye, okay. babe. Bye. 
Yeah, it it sucks. It sucks to be jealous of a friend. Um, it's completely normal. I, I, you know, comparison is the thief of joy, as we know. Um, did you guys see that thing? I think it was from Adam Grant. Did I talk about this already? It was like a thing on Instagram and it was, he was saying comparison isn't the thief of joy. It's good to be jealous or I don't know. He said something that I just did not agree with. I got to look it up. But anyway, um, yeah, you have to feel your friends wins in your bones. You have to make it feel when something good happens to your friends, you have to say, fuck yeah, like that's a feather in all our caps. Like our team is getting stronger. Like I'm so happy for my friend and like good good vibes are catching so like you want things to be going well for your group because then by association by osmosis more good shit comes to you okay let's talk to lexi hi lexi hey thanks happy wednesday happy wednesday what's going on i have a story for you oh tell me i love a story about a year ago um i found out my ex was cheating on me in the most insane way possible okay uh so I was visiting him and, you know, where he was visiting. We were long distance. Yeah. And um, I was working from home. He was working in the office. Mm-hmm. And I needed notes, like a paper, piece of paper to take notes on. Okay. For the meeting. Mm-hmm. And so I went, I like went in the desk, pulled out the first notebook was there, and then started writing on the right-hand side of the page. Mm-hmm. On the left-hand side of the page, I see my name. I see cheating. <gasps> I see, like, phrases that I can't fully make out. What? Yeah. And so we were having problems before this. I had told him, like, go to therapy, try journaling it out. Like, if I didn't find out about this, we were probably going to break up within the next six months kind of thing. But so then I call him or I text him. I'm like, call me when you have a minute. I don't want to give anything away while he's he's, like there. So he calls me and I'm like, I think I found something I'm not supposed to. I'm reading something. I was taking notes. That's all I said. And he goes, oh, shit, I'm coming home. <gasps> and he hangs up the phone, races home. You're going to die. He was going on Omegle, finding random women to text um, oh. via Snapchat, like getting their Snapchat, oh. texting them, blocking them, and then um, going on with his day. And oh all on his, like, main Snapchat account because it doesn't have his last name in it. Oh, like, my it's- God. Yeah, I know. And so then I was leaving, um, like visiting him that day. I left early and then um, went to the airport, kind of sat on it for 24 hours and then uh, called him and, you know, obviously broke up with him. But he never admitted that it was cheating. He thought that it was a form of porn. That's what that's how he justified it. Oh, my God. This is cheating. Oh, my God. I'm like, in porn, you don't respond. No, and it's not interactive. It's not interactive. Exactly. Oh, my God. That is so scary. He has a new girlfriend like three months later. Of course. And we dated three and a half years. Of course. He can't be alone. Of course. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's depressing. I I mean, that's really, really sick and depressing. And it's like, I think that this is going to happen more and more. I think that with like... I think it's called I'm not even joking you guys I think it's called teledildonics is like one of the is like the techno like or techno dildonics maybe whatever like this is going to be a bigger and bigger thing there's going to be sex dolls there's going to be more interactive you know ways to experience porn and men are going to be like but it's not cheating because it's not real like imagine your boyfriend can be sexting AI you know whatever and they can be like well it's not real they're not real 
it's really scary. Yikes. I'm really sorry you had to go through that, but I'm glad you found out and I'm glad you got out. Yeah. No, I'm like, hello, I'm here. I will. I like, I'm like, I'm not opposed to this. Yeah. He, he never would because he just thought it like in his head, it was like this sick thing that he did. And so then it was like when he would try to do it with me, it was like not. Well, and that's another, yeah. And that's another scary thing. I have two minutes left and then I have to wrap, but that's another thing that really frightens me is when men in their head compartmentalize and they they hypersexualize one group of women and then they think another one is like it's like the Madonna whore thing, right? And that's really scary because instead of sitting you down and saying, "Hey, I have this kink or this thing that I want to try. You're my partner. I want to explore it. Let's have a dialogue about it." He's like, "No, let me talk to these women, you know, cycle through these women's Snapchat and then block them and then you I'm just, you know, we just have sex like what like norm whatever or how we normally have sex, and that's it. Scary fucking shit. I need to do an episode about this. Amazed. Like, would you hook up with someone that used to like jack off an Omegle? And literally, since and it was like a year ago. And like literally since then, I've been trying to call in to tell you this story. I, Jesus, I knew you would, you would it up. it's really. Ugh, ugh, I'm sorry, babe. Um, I've got to wrap. Thank okay. you for calling. So I love you lots. I'm sorry you went through that. You guys, that is our show. Uh, thank you all for listening. I will be back on Friday with an episode. I think about um what I think about dating and kind of to do with this men currently and some thoughts that I have. Um, don't forget you can always sign up for a free three month trial of SiriusXM. SiriusXM.com slash tinks offer and listen to this show live every week because we have more fun live i'll see you on friday bye tillamook chocolate collection ice cream is a total chocolate game changer we start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream then we add different chocolate treats like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate (laughs) is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code Tinks on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.